so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it is a Monday. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-DZEZ. Ah, Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Hope you're doing good. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you got a little maxing and relaxing in this weekend. Look, man, I was in bed all weekend. I said, fuck it. I'm be a lazy motherfucker this weekend. And I was a lazy motherfucker, but not too lazy because we do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today. That's right, we're doing the Mount Rushmore of Blondes. I figured it all out. We're going to do it. And then after we do that, y'all are going to have to write me at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. That's ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you want for the other Mount Rushmore this week on Friday. I know Friday seems so goddamn far away, but it's not. It's only like 96 hours away. So, so the, at least you got that going for you. Let's say some good mornings here, shall we? Straight fire, first one here. He says, congrats. Oh, I'm sorry, Douglas, first one here. Doug, Douglas says, good morning, my people. Raiders, 3-0, three weeks in and on top team in the AFC West. They, I, I got to tell you, we're going to go over football here. Impressive win. Impressive shit. Hey, the Raiders didn't quit. God bless them. Now there's straight fire. It says, congrats, Douglas. Uh, Raiders look good. Great morning, ass. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day today. In front says, good morning, Raiders. It rise, good morning. Nothing like some George Michael in the morning. That and that, that band that does Breakfast at Tiffany. I, I, I deleted it, so I, I don't know the band. I like the song. I, too, Braddy Kid, have never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't need to. I like the song. So there you go. Mark in Detroit, good morning, my man. Dave Coe in the house. He says, good Monday morning. I watched four NFL games yesterday. I wore my couch out. Yesterday, I, I only watched one game yesterday. I was watching the Ryder Cup, and I've been watching. So HBO's got a free preview going, and I am watching every episode of The Sopranos. I think we're in season, let's see, it started Friday, one, two, three. Today is season four. I was watching it before the show started. Season four. Season one was the best. Season one is easily the best. Uh, But, yeah, that's what I was doing. I watched the game last night. We'll talk about it here in just a minute. Uh, But, yes, I did watch some of the Ryder Cup as well. Good job, America. Way to bring the Ryder Cup back to America. Ghost Nevada, good morning, y'all. Christopher, look at Christopher in the house. He's up, ready, driving them kids to school in Fresno, dodging bullets. Probably they got fucking... Yeah, landmines set up there. The gangs there, they're, 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 they're growing and they're, they're blowing shit up. Christopher, you stay safe. And keep seeing movies because today on the Facebook page, and I can't wait, I can't wait because we're working on stuff behind the scenes right now. I can't wait to send you guys all to my page, to just the Arnie Radio page when we, when we change the website to where all the movie reviews can live up there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him down from there, and I'm going to post him back on my page back when we get it. He went and saw the new, uh, who's he, what's it, uh, Clint Eastwood movie, Cry Macho, this week, and he wrote out a beautiful review. 
great review on that movie. Uh, I was going to see it in the theaters, but thanks to Christopher, I am going to wait. I like Clint Eastwood, and yes, it's going to be tough to watch a 90-year-old man break a horse and win a fist fight. But you can read the entire review up there on the social media. Oh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's in the house. He said apparently Matt Stafford did need a new team. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see, Douglas, but do you have you had breakfast at Tiffany? No, I've never eaten breakfast at Tiffany's. Harrison, where is Harrison here? I don't see Harrison in here. What happened to Tech? Oh, it was a glorious weekend. Let, let, let's get started, shall we? I mean, uh, got to talk football, right? Got to talk football. We'll start with a little on Saturday. Just a little. Just a little ass whooping. Texas put up 70 on Texas Tech. And it wasn't even that close. What was it, 70 to 35? Come on, it wasn't that close. You take one of their touchdowns away, it, it, it's now, it, it that was on a, uh, on a block punt. And we get the touchdown instead. So there's 77 to 28. But let me just say this right now to the Associated Press. Uh, I, I have a special one for you. Fuck you too. Yeah. How are the Longhorns not ranked? We're 3-1. and one. We scored 130 points in the last two games. Granted, one was against Rice. We beat a ranked team to start the season off, Louisiana Lafayette. Then we lost to Arkansas, who, by the way, in turn, beat Texas A&M on a neutral site this weekend, doubled them up. Arkansas, the 16th-ranked team in the country, beat the 7th-ranked team. Now Arkansas's in the top 10. How are the Longhorns not in the top 25? And Clemson fucking loses. Clemson loses for a second time, and they're still in the top 25. I hate the Associated Press. Bunch of asshats. That's all they are. Texas go handle their business this week in Fort Worth against TCU. Whoop that ass. Beat the most overrated Oklahoma team I've ever seen. Their fans are cheering to get their starting quarterback out of the game. They don't like Spencer Rattler. Maybe because he's an albino. I don't know. I don't know how it works up in Oklahoma if they don't accept albinos there. But they wanted the backup kid in. Even though Spencer Rattler fucking did him good last year. But you want him out. Okay, smart move there, Oklahoma fans. We'll see you at the state fair. And guess what? We're going to whoop that ass. The The best stat I saw all weekend was the new quarterback for the Longhorns. In his last 18 drives, he's produced 15 touchdowns. Ooh. Ooh, that makes me, that makes me think of a certain guy. We, we can go back in time just a little bit. Yeah, that's about enough right there. Number 10. They graced the field at DKR, won a national title. I'm talking about B.Y. I'm talking about Vince Young. Oh, I see shades of him. And I ain't talking about Vince Young's pro career. I could care less about his pro career. College career was nothing to sneeze at. But let us get to the NFL this week, and we got a big game tonight. We will save that for the end. First game was the, the shitty Panthers game. Panthers are undefeated 3-0. I still don't believe in them. Buffalo Bills came out, handled their business yesterday. I watched some of the highlights. I saw highlights for most of these games. So, I I mean, there's only a few things I want to talk about. Bills kicking the shit out of Washington. That's great. 
I love it whenever Washington loses. And the Bills are my team in the AFC. Sorry, Raider fans. I got to go with the Bills. They, 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 they break tables at their tailgate parties. I saw one table this weekend get broke that was set on fire. They, they're amping it up. It's pretty kick-ass. There we go. All right, got that taken care of. Okay, uh, the Bears and Browns. Are the Bears going to win another game this season? The Bears are awful. The Bears could be one of the worst teams we've seen in a long time. Well, the Bears and the New York Giants, and we'll get to them here in a little bit. Browns won again. They're 2-1. and one. Everybody's all hyped up on the Browns. Don't worry. They'll wake up. Uh, it's okay, Arnie. It's not the first time you've been wrong. Hey man, I got nothing but love for the Raiders. I I just I I want the Bills to get at least one Super Bowl in their life for the fans there. Cuz I mean, they did invent the chicken wing. So, I, you got to love them for that. Uh the Ravens against the Lions. There's only one thing to talk about in this game. Only one thing to talk about. And that was a 66-yard field goal to win the game. Everybody says, "Ah, oh, there was there was a delay of game that nobody called. You know why they didn't call it? Let me tell you why. Because the kicker, yeah, Justin Tucker, nothing but love for that young man. He will never, ever have to buy drinks in Austin, Texas. Do you want to know why? He's the last guy to score against the Aggies and beat the Aggies in College Station. And then he kicks a 66-yard field goal in a dome yesterday. Oh, and he's an opera singer. Gotta love that kid. And yes, my horns are up. There we go. All right. So, yeah, the Ravens, 2-1. and one. The Lions, 0-3. Oh the Lions suck with Matt Stafford and without Matt Stafford. Uh, the Colts lost to the Titans. No shock there. I didn't watch any highlights of that garbage game. Uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Boy, Ra- hey, Raider fans, you better keep an eye out on those Chargers. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Those Chargers, they, they almost beat the Cowboys last week. Uh, they didn't, though. But they did beat the Chiefs, and once again, turnovers. Turnovers killed the Chiefs. Last week, it was a running back that fumbled on their way to them kicking the game-winning field goal. Chiefs were up in this game by a point, and they were looking to run out the clock or at least score at the end. Good old, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, I can't think. Patrick Mahomes threw a pick. Justin Herbert led the team down, scored a touchdown. Chargers ain't too bad. Saints won again over the Patriots. They beat a rookie quarterback. I don't believe in the Saints. The Saints are Dr. and They're they're Jekyll and Hyde, man. One week they're on. The next week they suck. I cannot believe I don't have – okay, I don't have his stats. I don't know. Jameis Winston threw for, what, eight yards? I don't know. 
Derek, good morning, my friend. Boo Monday. Yes, boo Monday. I would not want to be in the film session today with the New York Giants. They're 0-3. They've lost both their home games, and they lost to the Falcons. Ugh. That's a tough one to swallow. Hi, Mama. I'm glad that you are here. Happy Monday to you as well. What happened to your Steelers? You lost to the Bengals? To Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who are Sunday night football against somebody in, uh, against Jacksonville this week, and that's going to suck? Oh, speaking of Jacksonville, they lost to the Cardinals. I don't believe the Cardinals are the, a good 3-0 team. I, I just don't. I know they're undefeated and all that kind of bullshit, but let me, let, let, let's just take a look at the teams they've beaten. They beat the Titans, okay. The Vikings, they should have lost that game because damn kicker missed a 34-yard field goal. And then the Jags, I, I ain't hitching no wagons to the fucking Cardinals yet. But the one cool thing was the 109-yard field goal attempt. Well, there's a 68-yard field goal attempt in that game. And the guy came up short. Guy caught it in the back of the end zone, returned it for a touchdown. That was about the highlight of the Jaguars season right there. Hot Mama, we'll get to last night's game. We're coming up to it. Uh, Jets and the Broncos, nobody cares. Broncos are 3-0. Is that a real 3-0? Hold on a second. Let's see if that's a real 3-0. The Giants, oh, God, no. Anybody who wants to start talking about the, the, the Broncos are back, every team they beat doesn't have a win this season. No, they aren't back. How, how can we play the Jets? God. And then there was that game in Las Vegas. How about that? little overtime? Shouldn't have gone to overtime. Raider fan, you know it shouldn't have gone to overtime. But it did, and you still won. And the Raiders, the Raiders, are tied for the lead in the AFC West. I think this Raiders team beats the shit out of that Broncos team. I think the other two games are pretty close. The AFC West is pretty damn good this year, minus, I want to say, the Broncos. I I don't believe in them yet. Tampa Bay got their first loss of the season yesterday. Tom Brady on the road against Matt Stafford in L.A. L.A. has a good defense. Now they got a quarterback that can use that good defense. Okay, we'll see. They're 3-0. I think they're a more legit 3-0 than the Arizona Cardinals. Seattle Seahawks, I, I don't know what they're thinking. They were up 17 to nothing in that game, then they got outscored the rest in the first quarter. They were up 17-0, they got outscored 30-0 in the rest of the game. That's pitiful. Pitiful. And then last night's game, man, I tell you what, Aaron Rodgers, when he wants to turn it on, Aaron Rodgers can turn it on. I watched most of that game last night. Niner fans, I would be worried if Jimmy Garoppolo was my quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. He isn't a bad quarterback, but I don't think – you know what he I, he reminds me of, and I'm not trying to put you down. I'm, not, I'm, I'm really not trying to hurt you. Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. He not only went to the same college as this guy, but I think he's going to turn into the next coming of him. At least he's won some playoff games. And I'm talking about the one and only Tony Romo. 
That, that, I see a lot of that in Jimmy Carapolo. Mel, she says it's brutal. Mel, it was great seeing you at the stand-up show. Uh, the Niners... The Niners couldn't get out of their own way last night. The Packers tried to give them that game. And then the defense just stopped playing for San Francisco. The defense stopped playing early in that game. Letting Aaron Rodgers come down and score. I don't know what was the more brutal loss yesterday. Either that one or or the, the Raiders letting a fourth and 20 get to a first down. Or when the uh, when the Ravens did it, when the Lions had them at fourth and nineteen on their own like fifteen yard line, they get a first down, they get in field goal position, they win the game. Boy, oh boy, that happened last night. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and you could have had Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. I'll tell you this right now: if something happens and Aaron Rodgers ends up going to San Francisco next year, you can go ahead and just and they have the same defense. You can go ahead and give them the Super Bowl ter- trophy, and I, 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 and I. There's nothing more than I hate than 49ers. Except tonight, because tonight the Cowboys play the Eagles, which we'll say. It's Steph, hey there. It's Kirk Timber. <laughs> Gotta love Kirk Kissons in September. The refs helped the Niners. There's a couple bad calls that helped the Niners and a no call. The referees were off a lot this weekend in in college and in the pros. Like I said, there are a lot of people bitching about the Ravens-Lions game that uh, Justin Tucker made a 66-yard field goal, breaking the, the old record. But they didn't call a delay a game in that, in, on that play. So we'll see. But it's all about tonight. Tonight at Dallas Cowboys Stadium or AT&T Stadium. I don't know what the fuck it's called. That thing out in Irving. Or Arlington. They used to play in Irving. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, the one and one Dallas Cowboys are taking on the highly overrated one and one Philadelphia Eagles, our first home game of the season, finally. Now I gotta wait till Monday night to watch it. Boy, there is not a team in the league that I hate more than Philly. Oh. Let's look something up here. Let, let, let's just, uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Uh, Geno's. Gino, what is that? Uh, 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 Philly. Oh, Geno's Philadelphia. There we go. Let's see if they have a little contact number. Oh, they do have their, their contact number. Let's give them a call, the fine folks in Philly this morning. Shall we? Thank you for calling Geno Steaks. We're located at 1219 South 9th Street, Philadelphia. For hours, press 1. For pickup or delivery, press 2. Uh-oh. To speak with a crew member, press 3. Thank you for calling Geno Steaks. Hello, Gino. Yeah, I was wondering if you could recommend a, a, a steak sandwich to me that goes well with a Dallas Cowboys ass whooping of the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. <laughs> Whiz wit. Whiz wit. Okay, cool, man. I appreciate that. Have a great day and enjoy watching the Cowboys whoop that ass again. There we go. 
get a little smack talk in with Philly. He wasn't awake yet. He didn't. You know, I, I've got this extra toughness about me because I've been watching The Sopranos, <laughs> and I just want to talk gabagoo. I don't know. I was thinking about it, and all guys are like this, but mafia guys and mafia movies. Every guy, when when there are like more than three guys, the first sound you hear out of these guys if another guy walks in is hey 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 hey. I don't know what syllable that is. I don't know if it starts with an H or an A, but hey, 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 oh, ah. <laughs> Whenever a guy walks into a room and there's a pack of guys already, watch it. Well, it it's science. Just watch it happen. It, it's, it's a beauty thing to happen. Guy walks in the room, hey! <laughs> ah, but yes, the Cowboys and Eagles renew their rivalry tonight. Um, uh, let's see, Monday Night Football. I'm going to try out the uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning version of watching it tonight. I heard that's really, really good, so I'll try that out. Oh, great. Awesome. Fantastic. Everything just went away. Good. Super duper. Um, all right. What are we going to talk about first today? Uh, I'm, we're going to rush through good old Wuhan shit. There's a bunch of it. Uh, I mean, well, not a bunch. There's just some of it. Um, newly leaked documents obtained uh, by a research group completely contradict claims made by both China and American Dr. Anthony Fauci about the re- realty of gain function research being done inside the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Once again, meaning, and I don't know how many days it's been since the last time he met Dr. Fauci with Rand Paul in the, in the seat of Congress. Why is it that he is not in jail right now? He lied, he lied under oath to Congress. We impeached Bill Clinton for that same uh, uh, offense. And that was just him spraying his load on Monica Lewinsky. This is a doctor who was working with a lab to develop some some kind of sickness that can transfer from bats to humans. That's what they were doing. Oh, no, no, Rand Paul. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, he is a doctor after all. He kind of does know. And now these documents are saying, well, he was lying. The lab's lying. They're all lying to us. Once again, let me tell you, you will never know the truth about this. Fauci works for the Democrats and helps further their agenda. He was like their main hitman. He had one job, and that was to take Donald Trump out. He did it. He did it with no bullets, no bombs, no, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of casualties that went along with it. I, I would have to. I would go on record to say the three biggest killers in American history or in world history. You'd have to go with Hitler, right? And and then you have the 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 atom bomb. Of course, I got to mention that in there. After that, you go Tony Fauci and then Andrew Cuomo. There's your Mount Rushmore of murderers. I mean, Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy, 
All them serial killers, you could add up all their numbers. They're not even getting close to the murderous Anthony Fauci. The Chinese researchers plan to inject the supercharged virus into humanized mice to see the effect on them. Shocking. And once again, the man is not in a prison cell anywhere, which I I, I don't understand. I, I just don't. I wish somebody could explain that to me. Is it the fact that he has too much dirt on Democrats? Like he, what what is it with the name Anthony? I I, I mean, first of all, what what was it? What, Jisleen's uh, boyfriend. He didn't kill himself. Anthony Fauci sure as fuck ain't gonna kill himself. Moderna CEO says the coronavirus could be over next year. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and start holding my breath on that. Does anybody believe it's ever going to end? I, I, I just, I, I, I've, I've gotten to where. I'm to the point where I think this is going to be something that will affect us for the rest of our lives, and not because of the the vaccines, not because of any fallout from that. It's that we have, we the American people, this is the part that I'm sad of. Humanized mice, what the fuck? I guess these mice are the closest that, that replicate human genes and human DNA. I think that's all it is, red and white. We've allowed the government... Sadly, and we're all part of this. We we can speak out on it, but we haven't done anything. We've allowed the government to control us now for 20 months. They've led us into the gas chambers just like they did the Jews in the 40s. We've allowed them in, and the only way that we can get out is to take it back And we aren't going to. We aren't going to. And you got to remember, this happened on Donald Trump's watch. Does he bear any responsibility? No, I bring up Donald Trump, and this is why I bring up Donald Trump, is that he was such a strong, charisma-filled president, and it, it happened all on his watch. You imagine if Mike Pence, God forbid we ever have to say Mr. President Mike Pence, man, oh man, we will be a soft fucking nation then. But we allowed this to happen. We allowed them in. We allowed them so much control over us. I mean, Joe Biden, we're going to get to Joe Biden. In his infrastructure plan, which and now he's changed it more to the human infrastructure plan, which is complete horseshit, complete hogwash. He wants to allow the, the IRS into everyone's bank account who has over $600 in the bank. Why? Why do you need that? What business of that is yours? 
But I think this is something that's going to stick around because the government knows they can control us, and they're going to keep trying to continue. Douglas says, I don't comply. Hey, man, it, it ain't, I appreciate that. There are a lot of Americans that aren't going to comply. But we've gotten to a point now where there's so many that are that the people that don't, it's not going to matter. We're outnumbered. We are completely outnumbered. Now, something funny happened on the show, The View, on Friday. I don't know if anybody got to see this, but it was pretty goddamn hysterical. And now to hear the fuckery involved. So on Friday, they were going to have Kamala the Indian Giant come in and be on The View. Well, and they did this live on the air, which, by the way, you can't do that. I know the show runs live, but you got to figure out a way to go to break or something to do this. You can hear, like, if you've seen the video, the video's fantastic. I don't have the video. Um, but co-host Sonny Halston and Anna Navarro, they're told to leave the stage. Now, there's two other hosts on there. Joy Behar and somebody else. It wasn't Whoopi, I don't think. might have been Whoopi. I, I don't remember. But they asked them to leave the stage. And why did they ask them to leave the stage? Because they had tested positive for COVID. So they kicked them off stage, and then they explained to everybody. They, they're like, okay, yeah, you girls go off stage, da, da, da. And then they talked, and then they went to commercial, and then they came back, and they told everybody. So they pretty much outed them on HIPAA right then and there. They said, yes, they've tested positive. Well, Anna Navarro, she was interviewed about this. And she was told that afterwards, because she gets tested each and every day. Oh, here. Oh, we have it. She's on with Anderson Cooper. This ought to be good. View co-host Sonny Hostin and guest host Anna Navarro have now tested negative for COVID twice. One was Whoops. a rapid test, the other a PCR. Whoops. Sources say the two hosts are now awaiting the results of a second PCR Whoops. test. Whoops. Hostin and Navarro, both whom are fully vaccinated, were told to leave the set on live TV this morning just before an interview with Vice President Harris. Take a look. Here it is. There seems to be something happening here that I'm not 100% aware of. Can someone please apprise me of the situation? I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Yeah, Anna Whoopi's and, not and, on uh, there. And, and we're going to bring Sonny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. Shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So, vice president. No. no. Nope. Okay. Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance. See, this is, this is awful television. And Navarro joins us now. So... What happened? Yeah. Two, two ne- you have two negative tests now. How, how are you feeling? And just can you walk us through what happened? Uh, I'm feeling great. First thing I want to do, Anderson, is say thank you to all the well-wishers. There's been so many people. Uh, by the way, I'm not one of those people. Uh, I'm just going to turn her down now. So I'll, I'll tell you what happens because I wanted her to have it. This is a woman, and, and this is something I don't understand. So they take them off stage, they take them back there, they give them more tests. They were false positives. <laughs> Meaning they kicked these gals off live television for no reason. They got false positives. 
And she goes on to say, now, this is the part where I don't understand anymore. So, she's fully vaccinated. Yet she gets tested every single, like every three days to be on TV. Can, can someone please explain to me now once again why anybody has even gotten one vaccine shot? I've gotten one. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't understand this. Somebody is fully vaccinated, yet they still have to be tested three times a week to be on television. So can we just say what this is? This is a complete failure by Pfizer, Moderna, even Johnson & Johnson. And I know that these vaccines aren't meant to be cures for it. But why in the fuck are you mandating something that doesn't work? Uh, the, uh, the only kind of batteries you can use are these double A's, but they're expired. But these are the only ones you can use. Why would you even put those in your remote control? You wouldn't because they don't work. And now they want you to put something in your body that doesn't work. These people are idiots. Uh, the PCR tests have been found faulty, so they're not used anymore, or at least they shouldn't be. Supposedly, if you were vaccinated, they weren't supposed to be tested anymore. Yeah, but these people she talks about here, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. Great. I also want to thank the vice president's office, Kamala Harris herself, uh, her team, Simone Sanders, Tina Flournoy. I want to thank Why? the Secret Service. They were all great. And, you know, and, and the team at The View. Shut up, It takes bitch. so much work to do an interview like this, and it's something that we were excited about. We were prepared to ask some tough questions. We were uh, very proud to have the vice president come on The View, and, and then all of a sudden it Whoa. turned into like She's an episode coming on of the view? your enthusiasm. So shut up, bitch! How often are you Look, tested? Uh, How often are you tested for live TV? Here we go. Uh... I'm tested weekly. Okay. I'm tested every t- every every time. You know, I'm I co-host a couple of times, uh, a couple of days a week, and I usually get tested before I come into the building. So, why are you getting tested? Is is Anderson going to ask that question? Uh, let's see. I bet she doesn't. We are all tested weekly. There's a lot of measures taken at the view. Right. There's, you know, what like like in your show. There's yeah. limited staff uh, on the. On the floor, uh, everybody's wearing masks except for the people yeah. on camera. So, you know, the- I just want to watch this moment with you because it's it's just. I don't want to watch anything with you, Anderson Cooper. You make me sick because you're not a real journalist. A real journalist would have had the fucking stones to say, "Why are you being tested so much? You've got the vaccination. Why are you even being tested at all?" Great Fire says, because follow the money. Yeah. Because the VAX is more about compliance than anything and the revenue source for Big Pharma. Supposedly, if you're vaccinated, you're not supposed to be tested anymore. That's what I thought. My D says, until folks read the Agenda 21 and 30 packets, they wrote public knowledge. They won't understand why Fauci isn't in jail. Amid why they're pushing this VAX and pushing fake numbers with faulty tests. And whoever the Niner hater is claiming the refs helped the Niners must have missed the bullshit P.I. all on third down and the Packers scored on. The refs were garbage on both sides of the ball. Oh, good morning, everybody.
Yeah, look, referees were did a piss poor job all weekend. Uh, do they trust the science that? Yeah, exactly. Don't they trust the science that the vaccine works? Well, you don't hear that anymore, do you? Follow the science. Follow the science. I saw a funny TikTok video. It had this girl, and she was playing both roles. And the first role she was was as a Republican who is an anti-abortion person. And she looks at the herself, who's the Democrat, and she says, well, I'm anti-abortion. And the other one, the Democratic side of her, said, well, it's my body, my choice. You shouldn't have the right to tell me what to do with my body. And the Republican side of her went back and said, like the vaccine. And then the Democrat says, well, you could be hurting or even killing innocent people. And it showed the Republican going, exactly. None of this makes sense, by the way. If you're sitting there trying to figure this out, none of this makes sense, except that it's a play on money and it's a play on power. That's all this has been. This is all it will ever be. All these fucking hypocrites, all of them, let's say, how dare Texas, and look, Fucking Governor Wheels is going even crazier now, and I got to say, I'm not on board. He wants it to where you can't get the day after pill without a doctor's note. I think that's getting a little dangerous there. But, oh, well, hey, hey, whatever. I, I, I Like I said, I hate talking about abortion, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it a little bit here. If you're one of these people that says, how dare the government of Texas make you live in, in, in the, what, what is that, the, the hands made tail? But you're telling people to get vaccinated? Are you a hypocrite much? Mm. Uh, the only science that's actually being shown is the science proving this pan- pandemic is a hoax and ivermectin and HCQ actually work to help severely... Uh, Help the severe severity of the virus and the poisons they put in these vaccines. Uh, Derek says, watch it turn around since the vaccination was free. You're going to have to get every uh, year, and it's not going to be free anymore. That's probably their plan. Like I said, do you have to, I, I, I don't know this, do you have to pay for flu shots? Are flu shots free? I, I've, never, I, I've only gotten one, and it was way back in the 90s because my parents forced me to get one. And I got the flu shot, and then I went and sold plasma that day. So I did, the flu shot didn't really take for me. No, I'm sorry, Hot Mama. I have not watched that video. I apologize. I, I'm sorry. This weekend, I didn't do any work. This was my weekend off. So I, I will do my best to try to watch it today. Now, let's see. Let's see what this guy has to say. I'll watch some of it right now. Let's see. Can I go? Says it's a little long, so okay. Dr. Brian Adias. That's a wrestler's name. Artist. How many of you have heard a lot of this recently? How many of you know who I am or have seen me in the media? Anybody? I have to give a great big thank you to Dr. Rainier Fulmick out of Germany. Did y'all see that interview? Nope. The German Corona Committee Foundation reached out to me and asked me to provide all of the documentation to them who are suing the World Health Organization with a thousand doctors. (laughs) 
10,000 MDs, and they reached out to me privately to give them a one-and-a-half-hour documentation of Anthony Fauci's knowledge of how he was going to kill people before the pandemic started, how he's still doing it right now while you're seated here. Yeah, okay, this is 15 minutes long. So, look, I don't know if you still have the link, huh, Mama? If you have the link, if you could put it up in the uh, in the Mixler page, that'd be great. If not, no big deal. Uh, I, I will try to do that a little bit later. 10,000 doctors in this guy. I, I, I'm tired of these doctors who say that the, the, the shots are, are not worried. I'm tired of them being discredited. So we have to listen to these doctors that are on the pay plan of Big Pharma say, oh, yeah, take this. That's the one way you can look. And if you ever wonder about, like when they say, we pulled a 1,000 scientists and they said this. All you got to look for and see is if whoever they say yes or no to is paying them. Are these paid scientists? If they're not, you'll get an honest answer out of them usually. Usually. They're paid. They're going to go with whatever the company tells them. It's about the drug Remdesivir and uh, and how that is what is killing people. All right. Uh, you want to know about Handmaid's Tale in the book? All the things that happen only because they suspend the Constitution. But we don't talk about that in the media when they make comparisons to that show. No. And look, look. As far as the Constitution of the America uh, of the United States of America goes, I hold that up as probably the most sacred thing that the United States has. Yet the people that are actually in office right now are wiping their ass with it. Thank you, Hop Mama, for putting that up there. Now everybody can watch that video, and I will watch it today. I, I'm so tired of this. I, I'm more t- tired of this than I am Billy Eyelash. That bitch fucking gets me started. I, and, and, and not in a good way. She, she's somebody that I would like to knock the fuck out. But we'll, we'll talk more about all that kind of stuff later. We got a lot, all kinds of entertainment and lighthearted news that we got to get to as well today. This is getting to be fucking insane. I, I, I'm so tired of all of this bullshit. I'm tired of being lied to. And here you go. This sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? New York is considering using National Guard troops to replace tens of thousands of nurses and other health care workers who are at risk for not being fired for getting vaccinated. So the next time you roll up into a hospital, you're going to see your old pal Earl, who does weekends with the National Guard, wanting to jab you. Or take a, bl- a vial of your blood. Yeah, that's what I want. I sent you a video that is on the same subject as Hot Mom. Okay, there it is. There's another one up there. Thank you, D- Douglas. Are you kidding me? The, the new governor of New York is as stupid as the old one? Hey, why don't we just get the National Guard to work in hospitals? That sounds lovely. That, that just sounds great. I'm sure their bedside manner is awesome, especially when they have, like, an M16 strapped to their back. I have nothing against the National Guard at all. 
I salute the National Guard. I, I appreciate the National Guard, but not working in hospitals. Machine Gun Kelly punches a rowdy audience member as crowd swarms his louder-than-life set in Louisville after booing and swearing at him. I would only hope and pray that that motherfucker would do the same thing to me. Oh, I, I would love it. If, if Machine Gun Kelly took a swing at me, I would beat that motherfucker so senseless. Oh, oh, Megan Fox wouldn't want anything to do with him. He'd look more like Rocky Dennis. Google that one. Earl specially is taking your temperature the hard way. <laughs> yes, Dave Coe. I, I look, man, I don't want the National Guard doing that. All right, uh, I got to take your temperature. Well, do you have one of those scan guns? Nope, nope, nope. We got a thermometer. Oh, fucking Christ. By the way, even Russell Brand, of all people, Russell Brand has come out and called out the Democrats about the bullshit Russia collusion that was all done by Hillary. He's upset at the Democratic Party now. Unbelievable. Boy, that's something when you get fucking Russell Brand off your side. Oi, I'm Russell Brand. Oh, look at me. I don't believe the Democrats anymore. You know, I can speak really fast and I speak really loud. Fucking idiot. Oh, man. It, it, I mean, it, it, it's getting to be hysterical. And I don't mean, like, hysterical in a bad way. It's fucking hysterical in a funny way. It's hysterical like this. Uh, what do a glass of water and an atheist have in common? Jesus can make them both fucking wine. That was good. That one's smart joke right there. What's the difference between Whitney Houston and Captain Morgan? Captain Morgan comes alive when you add a splash of Coke to it. And why is it a bad idea to talk about bestiality? Because that is a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. Yes, by the way, those are my jokes of the day today. Oh, let's see. Uh, what will we go to next here? Oh, let's go to this. Let's talk about that. That new government that's running things, uh, we'll talk about them here in a minute. The State Department is becoming frustrated with Iran, as they like to be called. I call it Iran. For refusing to say when they uh, may re-enter nuclear talks because Iran is making nuclear weapons. And they're giving the State Department the run around? What? It's almost like Iran doesn't respect America. Oh, wait. Nobody fucking does. If you're the leader of another land, why would you even think about respecting America? I'd respect the shit out of the people, meaning I ain't coming on your soil because everybody in America's got guns. That's what I'm told. But as far as the feeble little man in charge. I'm going to get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead. But I pretend that you didn't answer you. Yeah, okay. I'll pretend that, Joe. That Iran is giving the State Department a runaround because they know Joe's not going to do anything. It's embarrassing. 
It's embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing, how about that new government, the Taliban, who are calling for, I love this, the Taliban is calling and demanding for restored international flights to Afghanistan. I don't see a lot of people calling for that. I don't see anybody storming around the airport going, when am I going to get to use these tickets to Afghanistan? Nobody has ever said that at an American airport, ever. But the spokesman for the foreign ministry, Abdul Kahar Balaki, said the absence of international flights has left many Afghans stranded abroad and prevented others from traveling for work and study. Work and study. Really, are, are, are they big students? Are they, uh, do they have large, large like arenas to, to throw, show the, the rock throwing of the, the Afghan militia? I mean, that's their, that's their college mascot. It's just called the militia. Or is it the Afghani, yeah, 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 yeah. The Afghan, is it the Afghan magic carpets? Um, I don't want any flights ever coming to America from Afghanistan again. If you're a country that's dumb enough to let Afghani air into your airspace and to your airport, let me j- I have one thing and only one thing to say to you when the worst happens. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. I kept my promise, don't keep your distance. You see, what's going to happen is this. You're, you're going to... Uh, yes, this is the captain speaking from Afghani Air. Uh, we are going to be approaching uh, your Las Vegas uh, strip. If you look out onto the right side of the plane, you will see a bomb that Hakmed has put on the wing. And as we fly closer... That's the end of the black box right there. Come on, man. Afghani Air. They are the Arabian Nights. <laughs> Come to our college. Learn about the technology and making of things that go boom. You know, when their kids get mad at boomers over there, it's a whole different boomers. Now, let's say this guy, he might know a little bit. He got fired by Donald Trump. Wait for that baseball game. The Iran camel fuckers take on the Kabul goat fuckers. Oh, John Bolton, who is the former national security advisor. Boy, this ought to make you fucking sleep well in your bed at night. He is warning everyone that this new government, the Taliban, could and is about to get their hands on 
Are you ready for it? Here it is. Here's the big announcement. If you said nuclear weapons, you would be Correctamundo. Correctamundo. Are, are you kidding? If the Taliban is in control of Afghanistan, that means maybe 150 nuclear weapons already in the hands of terrorists. I just want you to think about that. Oh, we, oh, oh my. We have a fight? An IHOP fight? Oh, come on. We got to click on this. I got to lighten shit up here on the show. They're, they're playing an ad right now. Hopefully, this will be a good fight. Uh, let's see. Are they going to build them, or are we giving those to them, too? No, the, I guess the, the country of Afghanistan, they were nuclear ready. And I'm sure that they can get some more from Pakistan or Iran or even North Korea because they're making them now, too. Okay, here we go. Fight it at IHOP. Oh, my. This gal went out of her way. Hold on a second here. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait. Oh, my. Oh, my. That girl got hit in the head with a booster seat. And now it's on. Oh, good Lord. Good God Almighty. The booster seat to the fat gal. Fat gal is taken down. Oh, my. Oh, there's lots of ass crack. More fat gals are getting involved. Oh, shocking. This is happening at an IHOP. This is an IHOP in Texas. Ooh, somebody gave a woo. The family at the booth apparently insulted scantily clad women. Yeah, I would have too because those fat bitches shouldn't be wearing that. That'd be like me wearing fucking, I don't know, mesh overalls. Whoa, that guy, oh man! Oh, Muffin Top just whacked another gal in the head. Muffin Top with a half shirt. Oh, more of the half shirts are just beating away at this gal. They're choking her with their own hair. Oh, Muffin Top's at it again. There's a handful of her. Now, there's some guy in the middle of it. Dude, let him fight. I'd be, I'd be egging him on. Hit him, hit him, fat girl. Oh, this is one of the best fights we've seen in a long time. Wow. Man, oh man, that's one way to get out of your fucking pain, your billet eye hop. Just start a fucking fight with a bunch of fat chicks. It's the International House of Pain. I know, we should have played. <laughs> oh, God, if I was a thinking... Oh, uh, oh man! See, this is what it, it's a Monday, so I'm I'm not on top of my game yet. But man, oh man, how great would it be? We can play that video to this, and then boom, she gets hit with a booster seat. Yeah, Fat Girl One throwing punches. You know, and let me just tell you. That was the most cardio those chicks have ever done, ever, in the history of time. They all went into their fucking cars. Oh, broke out the Marlboro Reds, took a drag, and fell asleep. 
they were probably in the IHOP parking lot the next morning. Woo, well, that was a good fight. Oh, yeah, that's good shit right there. That's a way to lighten things up. We got two more stories, and then we'll get celebrity-ass deathmatch, the Mount Rushmore of blondes. Um, just to let everybody know, uh, in, in case you're wondering, ooh, Arnie, you haven't talked about the border crisis yet. Well, I was saving that for here because this is awesome. Of the 17,000 migrants that were under that bridge in Texas, you remember how we were flying them back to Haiti? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Of the 17,000 that were there, 12,000 are in the United States of America. Did that just get real for everybody? They let 12,000 of them in America. Illegally. This open door policy has got to stop. Fuck hell in a cell. I want an IHOP bring your own twisted tea match. Still the greatest fucking punch ever with that twisted tea. That dude got knocked the fuck out. They still have a thousand or so immigrants that they're trying to process. Which means they go, are you sick? No, well, come to America. I'm surprised we're not giving them all a thousand bucks. This makes me sick to my stomach. Let's put this together with that story from The View. How people who have got the vaccine have to be tested over and over and over again. Yet you just come into our country after walking your ass from Chile through Mexico to here, and there ain't no testing? You just welcome them all willy-nilly into the country? Especially the pregnant ones? Why? Because you can't kick them out. Man, I I tell you this right now. I I really do hate our leadership. And I I, I will say this right now. If you're one of these people that say, well, those people deserve a chance, I hate you too. I hate you. I hate you on behalf of people like Stackar. And I take this shit seriously. And and I, I know his story. His parents came here from India legally. Stackar was born in this country legally. Parents became citizens. None of these fucktards. None of these people. None of the Mexicans. None of these Haitians will ever become American citizens. Oh, sure, they'll work and quote-unquote pay taxes. Bullshit. Quick question. Because a lot of them have fake Social Security numbers. Um... What's going to happen to these illegals? How many, how many is in the country now? Like 15 million illegal aliens are in this country. And, yes, I still call them illegal aliens. Uh, real quick, of the 15 million, what are we going to do when they get to retirement age? I mean, they won't have Social Security to look forward to. I know I won't. Hell, I'm close to Social Security. I want to fucking, I want to, I want to apply for it now. Do I get some of the money that I paid into it back? 
Are we going to give these people Social Security checks? Even though they really didn't pay into it legally. Isn't it maddening? Isn't it maddening when you think about this stuff and what's going to happen in the future? Finally, uh, this last story is Douglas sent this to me last night, and I just laughed my ass off. (sighs) Joe Biden, who wants this new infrastructure deal to go in place to where the IRS can check your bank account if you have over $600 in it. He wants to make sure that people are paying their fair share when it comes to taxes. By the way, you're going to need to look in their books too, Joe. And and I'm sure you've got something in the works for that as well. Um, Joe Biden owes up to $500,000 to the IRS. Um, he wants to raise all this money, $2.1 trillion, while claiming the rich need to pay their fair share. Now, this is the part that I don't understand. Do you realize that the 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 richest people? I I, I think I, I think it was what uh it's like a hundred and six or it's like sixteen hundred of the wealthiest people in New York, the state of New York. The the it's either it's either sixteen hundred or hundred and sixty. We'll we'll call it sixteen hundred because the, the sixteen hundred wealthiest people in all of New York, a state that has over twenty something million. That the richest 1,600 pay close to 52% of all taxes in the state. 1,600 people pay more than half of the taxes in one state. That means that there are 26.8 million people. We'll just say that, that New York has 27 million people. Let's say that. We'll we'll call it 25 million people. So that means 24.8 million people make up the other 48%. I think the wealthy are paying their fair share. And by the way, by the way, they can only give so much to charity before it's non, you know, tax deducting. These people give money to charity. Do you know how rich people get their money? Let me tell you. The secret to being rich is don't give your money away. You can be a philanthropist all you want. If you want to give that extra money away, give it away. Ratburger sent me this. Uh, I thought the world loved us again after January 20th. I thought the globalist elites around the world got their guy, the 50-year government worker named Uncle Joe. The tax the rich mantra once S-Corp loopholes ended, but Joe used this to save millions in wage taxes. That is what we pay. Hypocrites. S-Corp. Look, Joe's a piece of shit. We all know that. Joe doesn't know what he wants. This old man is he's senile, he's dementia ridden. He's just not an all around good guy. 
I mean, you, you know how he likes to come out and be smirch poor Corn Pop? Corn Pop was a bad dude. We could say that Joe Biden, well, we'll go, Corn Pop Joe was Biden. a bad dude. Yeah, Joe Biden is a bad dude. Ah, yes, tax the rich scam that left, uh, left uses perfectly. Tax them and sweep the kickbacks under the rug for political gain. The answer is simple, but they act like it's impossible to make it fair for everyone. Flat tax, flat tax, flat tax, flat tax. Look, we can get into what, what's easiest. Look, a, a part of me says if you are in that, that wage bracket and you pay a lot of money to taxes, okay, I'm okay with that, but I'm okay with what they're paying right now. I don't understand why you want to tax them even more. And by the way, when people like fucking George Clooney and all the Hollywood left elite come out and say, oh, people need to pay their fair share, you do pay your fair share. If you want to give more money to the government, nothing is stopping you. You can write a check to the United States Treasury. That's all you have to do. If you want to give more to your country, there's nothing stopping you. But enough of this tax the rich shit. Because if you tax the rich too much, guess what? They move. They no longer live in America. They're going to live somewhere where their money can actually work for them. You see, rich people use money like a carpenter uses a fucking hammer. It's a tool for them. Do you think that you're better using a hammer than a carpenter? Or a contractor? No. If you're somebody that works a, a desk job, and there's nothing wrong with that, working for, I don't know, Dell Computers, you are not better with that hammer than any construction worker out there. You're not, because that's their tool. You're better with a computer. That's your tool. I'm good with words. Those are my tools. Rich people, their main tool is money. They know how to make it work. So stop fucking with them. Because they can make it not work and then hurt the rest of us. I, I look, this is what I think. If, if people, flat tax to me is one of those great ideas but until you really, really start thinking about it. If you were to put a flat tax in place and then a giant sales tax on everything, then the wealthy would be taxed. If you want to buy a $150,000 sports car, then fucking make it to where it's like, was it like Finland or, or somewhere over there where, where they don't know any better. You see, they're taxed at a rate of like 78 to 80%. That's no joke. There's hardly any crime there. You see, once people start comparing us to like Sweden and all those places, Finland... They have that. They have about a 78% tax rate there. Those people don't know any better. A $20,000 car here in America is about $85,000 over there. That's why most people lease their cars over there. That's all real. Look all that shit up. Because everything is taxed to the nth degree. I don't know what this is. I, I Personally, I don't have a problem with loopholes in taxes, because that's how we got businesses to move back to America under Donald Trump. 
I want anybody who can bring business back to America. You know why? Because then they pay more in taxes as a business, and that's better for America. Yeah. If the government didn't put so many loopholes in for their buddies, we'd be paying their fair share. Look, the loopholes, that's part of doing business in America. You can hate it all you want, but, hey, I'm all for it. One of my biggest loopholes when I, when I was making a lot of money back in the day, I could write off my cable bill. I could write off every movie that I went to, and I did. I sure as fuck did. Consumption taxes are the, uh, the most fair. No income, property, etc. You tax what you buy. Rich buy more. Poor buy little. And the 20 to 30% underground and illegal economy pays too. I'd be in favor of that. I'd like to maybe have that in there and then a flat tax. I'm okay with that. You make the flat, ta- flat tax really low because you got to remember the poor people are paying the same thing. So you make that a little low where everybody can pay the same amount, and then you do that, the consumption tax. That's the tax that I was thinking of. I have zero problems with that at all. All right, we've talked enough it, fucking real shit. We, we, we still have some other real shit to talk about, some shit that, that's going to blow your mind. But first, and, and really important, it's Monday, and that means it is time once again for Celebrity. Just the match. The match. The match. And today, and today, today we, are we are doing the number four of blonde. That's right, blonde-haired people. This is going to be a tough one, but I've come up with it. We've got 16 competitors, and there are two men on this list. But this is the Mount Rushmore of blondes, and we will find out who is on this right here, right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, in our first matchup of blondes, woo, we're starting off hot. We're starting off real hot. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, the greatest blonde, in my opinion, Farrah Fawcett, taking on another model. I believe this is the one that replaced her on Charlie's Angels after season one. Cheryl Teagues. Farrah Fawcett versus Cheryl Teagues' ass family. Who ya got? I don't care. Young Harm is in the house.
have we we have a winner. It is Farrah Fawcett. Which which Cheryl was on there? Was that Cheryl Ladd? Or was it Cheryl Teeks? I don't either one. Uh, Farrah Fawcett moved on. Moved on easy. We got our next matchup here. Ass family. This matchup of the blonde, we have the one and only pop superstar, Christina Aguilera, taking on Reese Witherspoon. Even though she won her Academy Award as a brunette, she's a blonde. Christina Aguilera versus Reese Witherspoon. Ask family, who you got? No, I'm sorry I didn't do the Christina versus Britney. Yet. We got us a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, the girl from Genie in the Bottle moves on. Christina Aguilera moves on. Now we have the girl who wants to hit you, baby, one more time. The newly freed. God bless her for still having her Instagram up. The one and only Brittany Spears taking on famous singer and judge and now wife of everything on The View, Gwen Stefani. Britney Spears, Gwen Stefani, ass family, who ya got? time versus the woman who taught us how to spell bananas. Oh, she is alive, ass family, for at least one more time. Britney Spears moves on. Our final matchup in the first round, Ask Family. Are you ready for this one? Oof, this is a doozy of a one here. We have fellow Texan and dumber than a box of hair, Jessica Simpson, and her sexual napalm against Princess Diana. 
Oh, yeah. Princess Diana, she was a blonde taking on Jessica Simpson. Ass family. Who you got? We have a winner. Oh, it's ugly. Oh, my God. I haven't seen wreckage like this since, well, she was in a tunnel. Jessica Simpson kicks the shit out of Princess Diana. Tor, now we have to go and see who makes the final four. Boy, S family, this one's tough. Here we go. In our first matchup, I give you the matchup. Of the girl that was on my wall forever. And then Dave Coe made me a t-shirt of it. I still have it somewhere. I give you the one and only Farrah Fawcett. Taking on the girl that was a host on, on The Voice. But she's also the genie in the bottle girl. Christina Aguilera. Farrah versus Christina Aguilera. Ass family. Who ya got? How can you say Farrah wasn't hot? Farrah wins. Farrah barely moves on, but she moves on. She wasn't hot. <sighs> oh, man. Farrah Fawcett Majors. Hello. Married to Lee Majors. That, that's a woman right there. All right. In our final matchup to see who gets on the mountain. Will it be Brittany or will it be Jessica Simpson? Jessica Simpson versus Britney Spears. Ask family, who ya got?
ladies and gentlemen, Britney Spears moves on. Britney Spears and Farrah Fawcett are on the Mount Rushmore of blondes. We have another round coming up in just a little bit after the next segment here at ArnieRadio.com, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Say, hey, good looking, what you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? You think maybe we could find us a brand new recipe? I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar bill, and I know a spot right over the hill. There's soda pop and the dancing spree. So if you wanna have fun, come along with me. Say, hey, good looking, what you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Went half crazy now and then 
He still loved her through it all Hoping she'd come back again Kept some letters by his bed Dated 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love you I went to see him just today Oh, but I didn't see no tears All dressed up to go away First time I'd seen him smile in years He stopped loving her today They placed a reef upon his door And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today You know, she came to see him one last time And we all wondered if she would And it kept running through my mind This time He's over her for good He stopped loving her today It placed a reef upon his door And soon Stop loving her today. BernieRadio.com. Ready? Get set. Go. The Arnie State Show. Right now. 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 Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, Christopher says this is my favorite country song, a masterpiece. That was the uh, Hey Good Looking song. By Hank Williams Sr. Cowboys Girl says, My sister saw Hank Jr. in Reno last night. He was in Reno last night? Holy shit. That's awesome. The one time I saw Hank Jr., he wasn't very good. I saw him at the Starplex Amphitheater when I was a kid growing up. And he was real, real drunk on stage, which is a shocker, I mean. But uh, I'd like to go see him maybe again someday. I, I He played at Billy Bob's. About six months ago, but tickets were way too expensive. I ain't paying no $300 to see Hank Jr. I'll just tell you that right here, right now. Uh, Christopher then says, I would never known how much I love Hank Williams without ass. Well, there you go. See, I got to open new doors for y'all. By the way, I have a brand new song coming up in the next segment. I'm going to play Metallica first and then into a new song. I'm going to see what you guys think of it. I've only heard... Like 10 seconds of the new song. It's all I've heard. And I can't wait to see what y'all think. I, I was kind of, I don't know. I, and and I, I, I just, and I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. 
You'll have to figure that one out, and I think that'll be pretty easy to do. But we got to do, you know, these stories. I got to spit. Then we got to do Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, and then we'll get to the music. And then you got Metallica first with Ride the Lightning. See, I'm even telling you what I'm going to play into the next new song. Usually I don't tell you what I'm going to play. But you got to listen to the song for after Ride the Lightning. All right, there you go. Now, I got to say thanks to Hangtown Jen for this story. She sent me this, I think, on Friday. Local lawmakers in San Jose, California, are expected to vote on a resolution this week that will apologize to Chinese immigrants and their descendants for the role the city played in the systemic and institutional racism more than 100 years after one of the city's thriving Chinatowns was burned by arsonists. San Jose was once home to five Chinatowns built up by immigrants arriving in the U.S. in the 1800s. And the city's website says it acknowledges the pain and unequal treatment suffered by these early Asian American communities. Real quick, I just want to say, who are you apologizing to? Them people ain't around no more. If it was over 100 years ago and people, this is the thing I wish we as Americans could just get out of our own fucking way. You can't change history. If you want to apologize for it, go right ahead. That doesn't mean it goes away. I, I, I mean, this, this is the thing that shocks me about America. Now, I, and I'm wondering, two weeks ago, a statue of Robert E. Lee was taken down in the South. They took it down. By the way, I, I'm against all statues coming down, all of them, okay? And instead, they put up, a, 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 there's a new statue that's going to go there, and it's that of a freed slave. Now, can I complain about that? What happens if somebody complains about that? Will they take that statue down? If there are enough people saying that a statue of a freed slave makes me feel bad because I'm white and I have all this guilt, that I don't need to see that anymore, will they take that down? I was thinking about doing it while I was in Sacramento. Is Durant, Oklahoma far? I, yeah. When is Boston going to apologize for wasting tea? That'll be next. Durant, Oklahoma is just right on the other side of the border, I believe. About two and a half hours, three hours. I'm so tired of all of this. We take statues down. There was a statue that I was talking about in Sacramento. That's right there off, a, it's off a K Street in a little walking area. There's some kind of, you know, cardinal or bishop or some religious type figure statue up right there. And if I would have had more time, I would have del- delved into it to find out what kind of atrocities his church and his people have done. And I would like to have that statue removed. Because if that guy who ran a church was diddling kids... You got to take that statue down too, right? No, Arnie, they won't take that statue down. Non-colored people cannot complain about statues and such. Why not? 
Oh, we've got a great story up next. This, this war on white. I, and when I say stuff like that, I feel like I'm talking to a Klan rally because I never thought it would be this way in America. I never thought we would be at our throats to where we're blaming everything on the evil white man. And now the white man is the, the, the dregs of society. Even though we're taught that we have to rise up and not treat people badly, the first thing that all minority groups do is raise up and they treat the group below them even worse than they were treated. Uh, see an entire country about to pay for shit from 100 years ago with a sorry. And this is why I still to this day apologize to Allison Hodit to the 8th grade fart incident. I blamed her. The class took my word. I apologize profusely now. I don't want my kids and grandkids to pay for my minor sins, my prior sins. Imagine my ancestors 100 years ago from now paying for my eighth grade fart. Tragic. This is why you apologize for your wrongs and move on. Don't pass the shit on. Amen. Who's playing in Durant? Let me guess. Let, let me take a break. Let me guess. Is Alabama playing in Durant? We're going to have to see Alabama four more times. We're going to see them in Fort Worth. We just saw them in Nashville. I believe they're going to be playing in Austin soon. Are we going to that show too? Let, let's see. What, what's the name of that casino in Durant? Durant. Oh, Reba's playing there. Oh, the person that we saw, what, a year and a half ago in Vegas. So we got to go see her now. Limp Biscuit, that was a fight, but Reba, okay, we'll go see. Uh, I, I'm so tired of all this bullshit of us having to apologize for things that happened. What happened in Oklahoma was a true, true hate crime. Back in the, the Dust Bowl era, when the Black Wall Street was right there in Tulsa, and white people rose up because they were mad at what black people had. That is something that should be apologized for. Because that was an act of hate. These people that, that, that took down the Chinatowns and stuff like that, this is what we've come from. This is what made us who we are. This is why I, I tell people, like, if they call and they... Th this is why in relationships you never, ever ask that question, how many people have you been with? Or you don't look back and judge people on their past. Because the past has made you what you are today. The past is, is what made you into the person that person fell in love with. You should never have to apologize for your past. Minus, you know, hate crimes and, and killings and things like that. Yet we always have to go back now and apologize for this, that, and the other. And it's getting to be really, really stupid. And I can't wait for the apologies that I will never hear 100 years from now or these two students who were at Arizona State over the weekend. This happened on Friday, and it was sent to me. And I watched the video, and the video sickens me. It sickens me to no end. Arizona State, not the greatest college in the world. But, hey, there are kids there working on their education. 
and a kid there, two white kids who were in the multicultural area. If you haven't seen the video, I would say look for it. I, I don't have it. But let me describe. These two white kids are sitting there studying at a table, minding their own business. One kid's got a couple laptops out, and people like to put stickers on their laptops. He has a sticker that say, Police Lives Matter. Now, I don't know anything about the kid, but let's go ahead and just assume that we know something about the kid. Because all the people at this multicultural center were assuming, so that makes it okay for us to as well. Let me assume that his mama or his daddy work for the police department. And he puts a sticker on his computer to show police lives matter. Well, a group of angry students of color showed up in this multicultural center and said they were distracting everyone. They were being rude, which they weren't. They were sitting there studying. And they were being viewed as white supremacists because they had a sticker on their computer that said, Police Lives Matter. They said that the multicultural center is not for white people because white people have no culture. That is an exact quote. This is a, uh, who's this from? As Mecca D ASU we demand. Oh, okay. September 23rd, two students of color were forced to defend the multicultural center. No, they weren't. No, no, no. No one forced them to do so. I would like to point out these two young men are sitting there, and they're minding their own business until they're accosted. A space that was fought for for years since 2016. Okay, so three and a half, four years. With countless meetings with ASU administration, two students were provoked by two white men who purposely entered the Multicultural Center to display their white nationalist symbols and slogans, a space that is meant to uplift and to uplift and center black, indigenous, and people of color was transformed into a white national soapbox. The Multicultural Solidarity Coalition uploaded a video of this interaction, which was then uh, astroturfed by large right-wing social media accounts. This has led to the harassment and doxing of many ASU students, not only on Instagram, but on Twitter and Reddit as well. The comments that we've received have been nothing but bigoted and racist. People of color have historically been and currently are marginalized and discriminated against. Where? Institutions like Arizona State have again and again promised to keep biopic students safe from these racist, fascist attacks, and they have and again failed. This is their demands. ASU to put out a statement condemning bigoted, racist comments and death threats towards their students as it has led to students not feeling safe. The expulsion of these two white students the ban of Police Lives Matter stickers, defund the ASU police, ban all organizations with connections to outside fascist organizations, allow MSCO the power to remove any student from that space they see fit. 
Wow. I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. All these students groups, like many of you, we are disgusted and disheartened by the events that transpired on our campus yesterday. We believe in and support the use of the Multicultural Center and condemn the action of those two men and all the belittling and attacking of people of color on campus. <sighs> wow. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say as I see all these different groups supporting those two women that accosted those two young men. All because they had a Police Lives Matter sticker up there. Okay, so if police lives don't matter, then don't fucking call them. The the girl on the on the, the video, if she's ever getting raped, let me just say, I'm, I'm going to sound like a horrible human being here. I hope that she does what Clayton Williams, a long time ago, Demo a Republican who ran for governor of Texas, says. Uh, if you're getting raped, it's just like the weather. Just lay back and enjoy it. Because why are you going to call the police? Because their lives don't matter, so why are you going to call them? The next time somebody breaks into your dorm room, who are you going to call? I mean, I mean, this is the new Ghostbusters theme, isn't it? Let's say somebody shoots up your sorority house. Are you going to call the police? I think you probably are. But don't. Don't anymore. Please don't. Because you want to defund the Arizona State Police, University Police. And you want to, ex you want to expel these two students from the school. Wow. Wow. How about the culture of building everything that you fucking use every day for your lives? They should call it the anti-white center. That's what it should be called, Douglas. I agree. It's hard to blame the students, though, uh, when it's all they've been fed by their education system, advisors, teachers, etc. They're just spitting out what they've been indoctrinated to learn. I understand, and I understand, Erise, that you work in, in colleges and you've worked at liberal colleges and things like that. No. no you know what? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Because they're doing exactly what was done in the 1800s in Jim Crow law era. Okay, so this is what we'll do then. How about this? How about we build a white-only student center? That would go over like a fart in church. You can't have that. Well, if we can't come in here, do we not get a place to go? Where do we get to go? We built it with our own money. How would that look if there were a couple black students in the white-only building? By the way, I'm against a white-only building. I'm just using this for fucking talk here. Yeah, Christopher, the black girl in the video was horribly racist. She should be the one that gets expelled, yeah. Culturism is an umbrella term which encompasses the social behavior and norms found in human societies, as well as the knowledge, belief, arts, laws, customs, capabilities, and habits of individuals in these groups. Now, where does the definition negate white? It, yeah, she, she even says in the video, white is not a culture. 
oh, if it was men that were attacked, let's blame the victim. Okay, fantastic. So the next time you know somebody that gets raped, and I like to use rape because that's a heinous crime. Oh, even better. How about child rape? How about this? How about we blame the kid? Well, that kid shouldn't have dressed so provocatively. How would that go over? Added Brian says, Arise, you're right. I've witnessed this bullshit firsthand. I've gotten a disagreement with my women's history class because I wasn't convinced women are still victims. Furthermore, the black girl in the video is whiter than I am. She's mixed. This is, this is where our country is now. These are future leaders of our nation. Maybe not from Arizona State. Maybe that's a stretch. But these are all colleges. Oh, Arise, I know you're not saying they're right, uh, only that they learn from people who they're forcing it down their throats and they eat it up. I used to believe in all that crap because that's what I was surrounded by in higher education. It took me opening my eyes to facts and not feelings to see differently. I understand completely what you're saying, that these kids are being brainwashed by their, their, their student, their teachers and things like that. I, I, I still... I still believe that people know better. They can hear what their teachers are are ramming down their throats, and they can make judgments for themselves. Maybe these morons can't. But you know it's bad when you don't let a group of people in a place because of the color of their skin. We all know that. Come on, we don't have... We don't have... Black-only bathrooms and black-only water fountains anymore. Why? Because we know that's bad. Brett says it's only going to keep getting worse until somebody fucking finally puts their foot down, and the person that should do it here is the dean or the head administrator at Arizona State, but they won't because nobody has fucking backbone anymore. I'm trying to get to the root causes. <laughs> 40-something percent of colleges use segregated dorms and 70% segregated graduations, according to Bill Maher. That's my favorite thing now. And I, I, I saw a video, and Bill Maher is, what scares me, and, and Arise and I were texting back and forth about this before, it's scary when Bill Maher and I, I agree with things that Bill Maher says. I saw this in a Charlie Kirk video. He was on a college campus, and he, he wrangled up two white guys. I think it was at the University of Nevada, where they do have a black-only dorm, or they did. I'm not sure if it's still there, or it, it might not even been there, but I'm pretty sure it was University of Nevada. And he asked these two white students, do you think black students should have their own dorm? Both of them answered the exact same way. Well, if that's what they want, Okay. All right, so, so there should be a black-only dorm. Well, if those students want that, all right, what if white students wanted a white-only dorm? Well, you can't do that. That's racist. Charlie Kirk asked him, what's the difference? And these kids, they, they, they couldn't figure it out. They're 19-year-old fucking idiots that could only get in the University of Nevada, which, by the way, was a university that I got into. So I, to say it's tough to get into is not really 
truth. They didn't have an answer for it because nobody has an answer. All they're going to do is point out your racism, you see, because there is no answer to that. If a bunch of white kids wanted a white-only dorm, that would be the Klan dorm. It would be a Klan graduation. It would be a Klan rally of a dance. Morgan Freeman says it best. Morgan Freeman says the way to get rid of racism is to say, instead of that black man I know, that man I know. Okay. You want to pretend you don't see color, that's fine. That's fine. But I agree with him. If I were to talk about my friend John, my friend John and I are going to a ball game today. That's the way it should be. And that's probably the way I would say it. Oh, my friend John and I are going out. Nobody needs to know that John... what does it make uh, a point of to say that my black friend John? But if police come to your house and they, hey, can you describe the racist? Uh, he was a man. Well, I don't see color. Not Charlie Kirk. Don't forget to donate to at Charlie Kirk at charliekirk.com. Never again will I listen to that big-headed mofo. Do you not like Charlie Kirk? I don't know. I, I don't know if that was him or not. I'm pretty sure it was him. Uh, Arise, that was the only time I got into a disagreement with a professor in that class. Luckily, she was actually a really sweet professor. Pretty sure I got an A in that class, okay? This is what I'm talking about. Oh, students' justice in Palestine. You're not going to get a fucking straight answer from them. So fuck that bullshit. What's happening in our country right now is fucking off the charts stupid. Because we don't have anybody to put their foot down. I'll put my foot down. I'll put it down. Those girls that accosted those two young men for sitting there, they're expelled. By the way, if you're going to tell people what they can and can't put on their computers, okay. No stickers at all on computers. If you have a sticker on your computer, I don't care if it says... Police Lives Matters, uh, Black Lives Matter, it can be a fucking Yeti sticker. If you have a sticker on your computer, you, ha- you can't use that computer. Oh, he just repeats that. It's so annoying. Okay. I think it was Charlie Kirk. I don't know. It might have been. When you can oppress another group of people, you are no longer oppressed. These girls at the multicultural center are oppressing these two young men and want them kicked out of school. You are no longer the oppressed. You are the oppressor. Douglas, I don't know. I, but, uh, Douglas, I did this. This is the reason why I did it. Yeah, look, it doesn't. It, it, that's just stupid. They said they were, they, were, they were pushing their propaganda, their white supremacy propaganda. I know there's a lot of black police out there. So I'm not going to say that all uh, – so, so black police lives don't matter? 
Hmm. Hmm, that's weird. By the way, uh, also, uh, Black Lives Matter is against the vaccine. So now all these people that are saying, if you don't take the vaccine, you're a murderer. So you're calling Black Lives Matter murderers? Well, you're racist now, too. You see, this is the problem. This, This is the problem. Just like Dave Chappelle said. And I love watching what's happening right now. Because you can never, ever be too woke. And what the woke will start to do is cannibalize themselves. That's exactly what's happening. It's going to happen to BLM. It's going to happen to the anti-vaxxers and the vaxxers and all these people who just can't fucking live their life. They have to get into other people's business. The government doesn't belong in our business unless we infringe on someone's rights. Then the government agency that gets involved is the police. And we can take it up from there. They don't need to know what's in our bank account. As our friends don't need to know what's in our bank account. As strangers don't need to know what's in our bank account. Okay? If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. When someone asks you about it, you can say, none of your business. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with minding your own business? And by the way, it is no one's business. Well, you can get people sick. Yes, vaccinated can people can get people sick too, fuckface. So why is it a bad idea? Uh, shit, if you're looking to donate, donate to the Arnie States charity. He accepts everything. Yes. Joey B wants to know what's in our bank account. I didn't see anything in that video that was pushing white supremacy, so it's more disparaging to white people. Look, and, and the whole sticker thing, I just say get rid of all stickers. And I learned that from my senior year in high school. My senior year in high school, they passed a new rule at South Garland High School that said no concert T-shirts. It was a distraction to the learning process. Now, I thought it was stupid that you couldn't wear a George Strait T-shirt to school or a Metallica shirt to school. But so they just banned it all. So I will ban all stickers on computers. There are people that would go, well, what about Arizona State Sun Devil stickers? Well, there's a group at in Arizona, this is true, that wants to change the mascot because how can you worship a devil? I'm not making that up. So even ASU, Old Sparky, that's the nickname of the little devil with the pitchfork. Old Sparky's not even allowed at Arizona State anymore. Because it could hurt some people's feelings. We need to, this is what we need to realize. Everybody has feelings and they're going to get hurt. Let them. Let their feelings get hurt. You don't have the right in this country, A, to be offended by anything, and B, you don't have the right to have your feelings protected. But everybody thinks they do. Oh, this hurt my feelings. Now I want to cancel you. Hey, here's a big bowl of shit. Why don't you take a big, hefty bite? I'm so tired of this, man. This is not the world that we, uh, you want to, everybody wants to say that, that we Americans, we look weak in the eyes of other countries because of Joe Biden. That's not true at all. 
We look weak because we're a bunch of mealy-mouthed fags. That's right, I said it, fags. Oh, Arnie, you just hurt my feelings. Fuck your feelings! The rest of the world doesn't give a shit about feelings. This is why they make fun of us. This is why other countries hate us so much. It's because we just sit and bitch and moan about everything. And we have it better than everybody. Women can't go to school in the Middle East. And these two bitches at Arizona State, I'll say it, they're bitches. They want guys kicked out of the room because they don't like their sticker on their computer. Well, if I lived in a country where I couldn't even fucking go to school, I would look and go, God damn it, I hate America. Canada, they don't even give a fuck about your feelings up there. Justin Trudeau gets fucking outed wearing blackface makeup and still gets elected. Why? Because Canadians don't give a fuck about their feelings. They say sorry, and what's that about? And they move on. America is the melting pot of pussies. And until somebody throws some fucking steel in there and stands up and says, enough with your goddamn feelings. I always reference the story about my dad. Me coming home from school crying one day because somebody hurt my feelings by calling me fat. And my dad looked at me, and he put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, Arnie, you are fat. There you go. My hero just called me fat to my face. And he told me, if you don't let it hurt you, no one will ever be able to use it against you. Don't let your feelings make you vulnerable to everything. Because we all have feelings. Everybody has feelings. But to pass laws and ban people or segregate people based on your feelings, I might as well go to another country. Because this isn't the country that my father fought for. This isn't the country that, that, that men and women bravely protected from us for us. This is the land of pussies. That's what we are. We should change it from red, white, and blue to a tampon. That's what America's fucking symbol is now is a tampon. Because everybody's on their fucking period. That is the best advice I ever got. I ever got. Nobody's been able to use the fat thing against me since I was eight. Maybe nine. It took me a while to develop my comebacks for it. Now you want to come after me and call me fat? Boy, that's fucking, that's a mistake. When you want to go down the road and name calling with me, these girls would have been in a world of hurt. I would have verbally eviscerated those two girls had they interrupted my study time at the multicultural center. I wouldn't go to the multicultural center because, A, I'm not a fag. I need to go to the multicultural center and study. Shut up. 
You got a dorm room. Study there, fuckface. Even when you're skinny, people make fun of you. Ex- look, look, look. This is this is the point of everything. And and this is what I try to, to communicate to people. I got into an argument with somebody over, the, and this is the stupidest argument I've ever gotten in my entire life, was about circumcision. And how boys are stigmatized at an early age when their wiener looks different from other boys' wieners. First of all, what are you doing letting kids look at each other's wieners? Okay, that's, that, that's strike one right there. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll live in your weird world where boys are just whipping out their wieners and touching each other with them. Uh, that didn't happen when I was growing up, but okay. The stigmatism from that, let me let you in. Let, let me open the door. Hold on a second. Let me get the right sound effect here. Because, see, I, now I'm heated. Now I'm on fire. I, I, I am truly, truly on fire right now. That's the opening of the door to Manland, or Boyville, if you will. Boyville, is, is, is it, it goes right into Manland. Boys will find anything they can to stigmatize other boys. That is what being a boy slash man is all about. It's like the animal kingdom. When a lion is ahead of the pride, you know what happens? That lion is tested on a daily basis by young lions. And eventually, it will lose a fight, and it's kicked out of the pride. That's what boys do to each other all the time. All the time. Whether it is circumcision. Whether if you have fucking freckles, whether you're fat, whether you're skinny, whether if you're left-handed, whether you have red hair or blonde hair. Boys will find anything they can to use against other boys. That's just the nature of being boys. Now, if you want to sit down and try to change nature, let me pull up a seat and let me watch. Let me fold my arms and go, go right ahead. Because it ain't going to happen. No matter how much you bitch, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you cry to the, the top authorities, you're never, ever going to change the DNA makeup of boys. And by the way, girls aren't that far behind. So this whole idea of being made fun of, that's what's called growing up. It's a part of it. You, well, I don't like that. Well, fuck you, what you like and what you don't like. I apologize. Look, look, I apologize for getting on this high horse and preaching at you this morning. But I've grown really tired of this bullshit world that we live in where everybody's feelings matter so much. My feelings hurt. I can't believe you said that. Okay, then don't be a part of my life anymore. Go. See ya. These are my thoughts and my beliefs. Fuck you. If you don't like that I say fag every now and then on this show, then don't listen to the show. I respect it. I respect that about you. But don't go to the internet police and come after me and go, he says fag on the internet. Eat my ass. How's that? Is that better than fag? 
We're, we're, we're making today, uh, what, what is today? Monday, September 27th, 10 days after the greatest day of the year, the Arnie State Spectacular. This now is a fag-friendly place. The word fag can be used on this show now, and no repercussions will happen from me. None. Has nothing to do with gay people. Being fag means you are less manly than anybody else. That's all it means. <laughs> there he says, damn it, you just made me spit coffee everywhere saying eat my ass. Straight fire's jumping in. Fag, 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 fag. It feels good to say fag again. Now, look, I understand on terrestrial radio they can't say these kind of things anymore. Why? Because they have so many people out there who get their feelings hurt over it. And instead of just doing what's the easiest thing to do is change the channel, they ride into the federal government. They ride into the radio station. And that person who they love in the morning because they said one word now gets fired and bounced out on the streets. Awesome. I love that. That's the way it should be. There you go. Great job. Now I'm going to fucking follow you around, and I'm going to make sure you don't say anything. Oh, and then I'm going to do a deep dive into your social media accounts over the last 15 years. Ah, fuck that. Over the last 30 years, I'm going to fucking look at everything that you've ever written, anything you've ever printed, and if you say the word fag in anything at all, you will be canceled as well. By the way, they did that. There's some gal, I forget what show it was. It wasn't Saturday Night Live. It might have been, but uh, they did a, de- a, a deep dive on, on somebody that was coming on their show, and they found out that like eight years ago they made some really, really bad jokes, and then that person wasn't allowed on the show. Well, somebody then in return did a deep dive on that writer who did the deep dive on the person that wasn't allowed on the show, and they found out that they, too, used the N-word a few times in texts or things about 10 years ago. Guess what? That fat bitch lost her fucking job, too. So once again, the woke eating the woke. I'm not a part of their society. I hope they choke on trying to eat me. I hope they choke and fucking die. Make America great again. It's a lovely, lovely sentiment. But until we get somebody out there who doesn't give a shit about political correctness, he's not, he or she isn't going to go out there and flat out just curse all the time and use slurs all the time. No. But they're not going to be eviscerated for doing what was allowed to be done 10 to 15 years ago. Look, we live in a new day and age. I understand. Uh, Andy H. said, I would disagree with it not being about gay people, but I've never stopped using it. Fag. All right. But look, I will, I will, I, I appreciate you disagreeing. I will, I, I know that probably the first time I called somebody a fag was probably eight or nine, and I had no idea what hope. Look, Back when I was eight or nine, we're talking about late 70s, early 80s. 
Okay, we didn't have this wonderful invention called the Internet. We didn't know what gay meant. I'll never forget, we were trick-or-treating. This, this is a true fucking story. We were trick-or-treating on Blanning, Blanning Drive, where I used to live. We are trick-or-treating, and I remember the dads getting excited because they said some lesbians lived in this house. I thought lesbians meant hot chicks because they were two hot chicks that lived in the house that were lesbians. I never knew what lesbian meant. I didn't mean, I didn't know that was gay. I didn't even know what gay meant. We played the game Smear the Queer. I didn't know what gay meant. Now, if you add the got on the end of the fag, then we can talk about it being a, a gay term. But the word fag, man, we threw that around not knowing what homo or heterosexual shit was. Just telling you. Yeah, that's that. You know what, Kale? That is one of the most profound things I've seen in a long, long time. And I, I mean this. You can't judge the past on current standards. That right there, that honestly, that's one of the best things I've seen in a long, long time. Where's my damn clapping sound effects? I don't, I don't have the clapping. Hold on a second here. We, we're going to remove this. Because you, you deserve a hand for that one. There we go. Here it is. Now, I agree. A hundred percent. Damn, you're old. I wasn't even born. Yeah, I'm fucking old. I played Smear the Queer when I was in middle school. It was a Christian school. Yeah, we all did. That makes sense. I was born in 84, and we used it in the 90s, and we knew exactly what it meant. Differently, definitely different times. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, get to, let, let's get to something to lighten the mood here, because I'm tired of fucking yelling and preaching. Even though I was 100% right on everything I said, I'll just go ahead and judge that. I'm going to be 150% right on this shit right here. Has anybody seen the video of that derelict dog fucking the bounty hunter? At the it, he's at Brian Landry's parents' house knocking on the door because he's joined the search for him. Why? What well, why is this this fucking blonde-haired mullet piece of shit? By the way, nowhere near the Mount Rushmore of blondes. Fuck him. Fuck Dwayne the dog Chapman. I I hate this guy. I, I want to see this guy. Why can't this guy just fucking get canceled and stay away? He arrived at Brian Landry's parents' home Saturday, knocked on the door, and met silence. So what he was doing is what we call trespassing. Oh, I would have loved the police to show up. Fucking arrest his sorry fucking ass. He goes on to say, the reason I went to Mr. Laundry's house, I could carry a reputation with me. A reputation of being fucking white trash. 
Look, man, let, let me just say this right now. I lived in a trailer park. I am a proud member of the white trash hillbilly redneck community. This guy we're even embarrassed about. I mean, you could you could watch that documentary, The Wonderful World of the Whites in West Virginia, and you would go, you know what? Those people have more class than Dwayne the Dog Chapman. This guy, this guy honestly makes me apologize for being white. The reality TV star and legendary bounder hunter. Uh, said he was already in Florida on a honeymoon with his wife when he said people began reaching out to him to look for Laundry's disappearance. Really? Who called him? Was it the producers of his show to get that re-kicked off? I, I hate Dog the Bounty Hunt. I hate him with every fiber of my being. Because it, there's nothing worse to me than somebody who is so abjectly two-faced if you've never watched this show, congratulations. I've watched it, it, it. I've said it on this show before. There's nothing I like more. And this is what taught me about church a long time ago. There's a group of people that were motherfucking my mother for being a smoker. They were talking shit about my mom being a smoker in church. Not that smoking has anything to do with the devil, but they were talking shit about her. And one of those people I saw talking shit about my mother who, by the way, if I saw this guy today, I would fucking slap him until he forgot my mother's name because it don't need to be coming out of his mouth. But he, he fucking up and down her, right? One Wednesday night, I, was, I, I skipped out on, like, the, the junior night, the, the Royal Rangers night. That was their little Boy Scout troop they had. I skipped out, and I was in the parking lot because I didn't feel like hearing about Jesus and fucking camping. And lo and behold, I see the guy whose mother fucked my mom up and down smoking in his car. That's where I learned about hypocrisy. Dog, the, the bounty hunter, will talk mad shit about all these people. All these people. Call them motherfuckers, call them all kind of names. And once that he and his bounty hunting crew of like 50 catch somebody... On an island. By the way, great job. Where are they going to go, fuckface? He gets him in the car and he sits next to him and goes, Hey, brother. Okay, you're not Hawaiian. You might live there, but you ain't Hawaiian. Hey, brother. Have you thought about introducing Jesus Christ into your life as Lord and Savior? Nothing gets me more angry than that. That right there just fucking sends me up a wall. If he drove a Ford Ranchero because he couldn't afford the El Camino, that would be fitting. Yeah, because we don't talk bad about the El Camino. The El Camino is kind of the dream car. If I could get an El Camino, oh, man, would I be happy. Have a kicking system in the El Camino. That motherfucker would probably buy one of them Subaru fucking, like, truck deals. That's how much white trash this guy is. But now, at least he's on the search for Brian Landry. Oh, 
Oh, now we got to talk about some of our favorite assholes out there. This is kind of like the asshole break here where we're talking about these wonderful people. Hear ye, hear ye. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed, for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong, he's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half-assed podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, cool blimey. I still say they're a couple of wankers. They are. They really, really are. Subaru Baja or the Brat? I think I was thinking of the Brat. El Camino is hillbilly rancheros. Look, ranchero does not belong in the same conversation as El Camino. Sorry, hey, look, man. I, I that that I know what the difference is. Like I can tell the difference, but I want an El Camino. Them things are badass. That's a PM. That's what you call a pussy magnet. All right. So the Markles recently, oh, all over New York City. New York. That's exactly what I said. They they even went and got some soul food in Harlem, which I find to be so funny that that Prince Willie, or, or Harry, sorry, Willie's the good one. Prince Willie is getting comfort food in Harlem? Real, re- really? Really? You're, you're, you're having some collard greens, some mac and cheese maybe? That's not even the best thing. Look, this whole story is about how they're secretly filming a documentary for Netflix while they're in New York. That that's what the, the documentary shouldn't be on that. This is what the documentary should be on. So uh Fuckface One and Fuckface Two, Harry and Megan, were on stage at some unity event, some bullshit faggoty unity event. Yeah, that's right, I said it again. In New York. Right? And they had Billy Eyelash there who was bitching about security. Hey, 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 honey. Honey, why don't you do a song that everybody can sing along to instead of your sorry green-haired ass? And that J-Lo was there at this uni- unity thing, right? And, and, and Harry and Megan came on stage and the crowd erupts. And she's talking about unity and vaccinations and how we're all in this together while wearing $60,000 worth of jewelry. Now, I just got to say real fucking quick. 
Motherfucker, you need to pump the damn brakes on this whole unity. I know it was a Rick James song, and it was a great Rick James song. But, bitch, when you start talking about how you're the same as this person as this person, well, you got $60,000 worth of jewelry on. You were wearing a big-ass $7,000 coat, even though it was 90 degrees in New York. Her outfits, I'm not kidding, they, they did this on, uh, on the Daily Mail. They showed her like seven outfits she wore, uh, six, it was six outfits. She had over $350,000 worth of outfits and jewelry that she wore while in New York. Now, I'm looking at my current outfit right now. Okay, I got a pair of Under Armour sandals on, that's $60. pair of Wrangler Camo shorts. These were $30. So I'm at $90 right now. I got suspenders on under my damn T-shirt. Those were $13. So we're $103. I got a Willie Nelson damn T-shirt on. That was uh, $30. So we're at, what, $130? I got a hat on, an Angel's hat with an A on there. That was another $30. So I'm at $160. My necklace, that's the only jewelry I got. The necklace I got. Uh, that, that it's priceless, but we'll, we'll say it's five hundred dollars. It ain't even five hundred dollars. Say three hundred dollars. So I, I I'm getting away right now with four hundred and thirty dollars worth of my outfit, and this is what I would go on stage in. My stage outfit for my stand-up show. Pretty much the exact same. But but she's gonna wear an outfit that one of her outfits was like a two hundred thousand dollar outfit. Now, I'm sorry, you can't talk about unity and you're the same as them gals that are working in them kitchens in Harlem. Y- you just can't when you got like $200,000 worth of shit on. Y- you just need to stop. Now I know, now I know what, what they're filming. They're filming so they have something to give to Netflix so Harry can fucking, this is why he's got a job. That bitch likes to fucking shop. I thought I liked to shop. Uh-uh. I'm nothing compared to her. Whew, daddy. Good God. By the way, just real quick before we uh, get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, do you know how they keep talking about these super trains and these super fast trains? (laughs) Just to let everybody know, (laughs) Amtrak had another wreck this weekend. That's right, only three people were killed. And it was derailed in Montana. Did, did, was there a buffalo that got on the track or something? Is that what happened? Fifteen people hospitalized, three people killed, and another deadly Amtrak wreck. How many times does Amtrak get to wreck? I think if planes crashed as much as Amtrak, nobody would fly. Jesus. And the safest mode of transportation is an airplane or a greyhound. But they want high-speed rails. I, I don't. I think they're stupid. So there you go. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's, uh, let's get to round two. Because we got to get to it here. Right? That's right, baby. It is that time again for... Celebrity, 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 ass, ass, ass. Death, ass. Death, match. Death, match. death match, Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. A, blonde. A, blonde. a blonde. So the first round, we found out that our girl Farrah Fawcett 
and Britney Spears are on the Mount Rushmore as we speak. Round two coming up. We will find out who joins them on this delicious and lovely Mount Rushmore of Blondes. Let's get it on! All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You guys ready? Oh, that's why. That's why it was so low. Don't fucking do that, idiot. All right, first matchup. Oh, the girl who is, quote, unquote, like a virgin, but not really. I give you Madonna. Mm, mm, mm. Papa Don't Preach. All those wonderful songs. And she is taking on the first lady of country music herself. The one, the only, Major Tata's Dolly Parton. Madonna versus Dolly Parton. Ask family, who you got? God, this is an ass whooping. Dolly Parton kicked the shit out of her. Wow. Dolly moves on. The next matchup, now this one's going to be interesting because this is Icon versus Icon. This gal was the first real sex symbol ever. Her name is Marilyn Monroe. And she is taking on what we had growing up after Farah. She is taking on Pamela Anderson. Marilyn Monroe versus Pam Anderson. Ask family, who you got? this all posted after the show. Young Harm will be hard at work on this one. All right. 
Next matchup. Now, this one you might not need pictures for. I have the lady who's in charge of Goop. I don't like her, but she's got blonde hair, and that's all that matters. Her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. And she is taking on another woman that's blonde who I hate even more. Her name is Courtney Love. Courtney Love versus Gwyneth Paltrow. Ask family. Who ya got? She gets defeated by Gwyn Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow moves on. Now, our final matchup of the, f- the second round. Ladies and gentlemen, I have picked out, I have procured two male blondes that need to be talked about. Our first one, he has been on romance novels from here to eternity. He even made... I can't believe it's not butter commercials. I give you Fabio. And he is taking on what I think is the greatest blonde man of all time. I don't care about recent allegations or anything. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the 16-time limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, son of a gun. The one and only, woo, Ric Flair. Ric Flair against Fabio. Ask family who you got. Wipe the floor with that Fabio jerk. Oh, it's over. I don't care if Fabio has a family. The world champ moves on. Ric Flair moves on. Now, we have it all set up. We will find out who joins Farrah Fawcett and Britney Spears. 
our first matchup as family. A battle of two talented gals, Dolly Parton and Pam Anderson. I should say it's a matchup of four talented gals, Dolly Parton and Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson, Dolly Parton, ass family, who ya got? Spears, Dolly Parton, and the one and only incomparable nature boy, Ric Flair. We will find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is after the break. Now remember, first song Metallica, second song brand new, want to know what you think.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, do these songs ever end? That, well, that's not what you want to hear if you're Guns N' Roses. And that's your new song called Hard School, S-K-O-O-L. I'm a big Guns N' Roses fan, and I got to say, I, I didn't much like that one. It was okay. I mean, if I hear it a few more times, but yeah, I, that's no Paradise City right there. I'll tell you that. Uh, Cowboys Girl didn't like it either. Okay. Now, V Coop has offered up an interesting Mount Rushmore for Friday. The Mount Rushmore, he said, Axel gave me an idea. Celebrity ass deathmatch, Mount Rushmore of fat. Okay. I like this one. This one has ideas here. You can put Axel on. Axel's not that fat anymore. Vince Neil sure is, though. Rob Reiner. Yes. Oh, Rob Reiner. Oh, Rob Reiner, he is a fucking pig. Oprah could be in there. Oh, Cowboys Girl, you you mean there isn't a a Kardashian that has that first name. You're talking about uh, uh, Don Knotts. Yeah, say, but Don, not, well, I mean, man, oh, man. Oh, God. Don DeLuise. Yes, very fat celebrity. <laughs> it's horrible, but still better than 99% of the garbage today. Okay, that's not really a ringing endorsement for it, but. I don't know if the album's coming out. I don't know what they're doing. I just know that that song was released. I got it on Saturday. That's when it it was released, Friday, late night. I heard it Saturday and listened to it once, and I said, I'll listen to it a second time on the show and see what you guys think. It will not make it into regular rotation on this show. No, producer Nick was fat to begin with, and then he lost all this weight. And I used to call him fat just to fuck with his head. I mean, I would have to be on that list. So I like that. I, I, I like that. Friday, we will do the Mount Rushmore of fat. Maybe I won't put myself. The, the, this is disgusting fat. Like, I'm not disgusting fat. I can carry my fat well. But like Rob, Reiner, yeah, disgusting. Disgusting fat. Talking about like Ma- Melissa McCarthy, Vince Neal. I, I like that. Okay, so the Mount Rushmore of fat. Write that down, of fat. That way I can get started on it. Of fat. That's next. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, all right, now back to the show. For artwork, each person can be their own mountain. Chris Farley, I'd put him on there, sure. Michael Moore, okay. These are all, These are fine people. I will get working on I probably won't put Farley on this because this is going to be the bad fat category. Maybe we can do a good fat category because there's good fat and there's bad fat. Maybe, maybe we'll do a bonus Mount Rushmore of good fat versus the Mount Rushmore of bad fat. Vince Neal, bad fat. Chris Farley, Good fat. Arnie States, good fat. Amy Schumer, bad fat. Lizzo, bad fat. 
I will work on it, I promise. But first, we have to get the products of the year, the best products of the year done by consumer survey of 40,000 shoppers who voted on the products themselves. Fluffy, good fat. Okay, yeah, there you go. I like Fluffy. Fluffy's a good comedian. He's clean, but that's okay. Arnie States is not fat. No, Arnie States is fat. Funny fat, not fat, funny fat. (laughs) Not funny fat, okay. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll get working on that, I promise. Here we go. So if you're at the grocery store, you're looking to see what products were the best of the year, meaning which of these products is going to go up in price. It'll be these. For all my cookie fans out there, how about the Keebler Chips Deluxe Original? Really? That, that, that's better than Chips Ahoy? I, I don't think so. So Ernie Keebler, he's got one in there. This sounds disgusting as fuck right here. The Del Monte Veggie Full Pocket Pies. So these are like Hot Pockets, but they're, they're, they're stuffed with vegetables. Ooh, baked to perfection in a golden crust made with cauliflower. Well, let me just tell you, I, I don't even have to taste these. I can tell you exactly what these taste like. Mm, maybe I could get the spinach artichoke parmesan pockets with the baked perfectly cauliflower crust. That sounds fucking disgusting. Hey, if you don't want to eat meat, then you can't have Hot Pockets. Or get the cheese ones in, for God's sakes. Uh, how about the Aldi exclusive? Okay, anybody that shops at Aldi exclusive? Uh, I, I'm going to take the word Aldi out because Aldi is ghetto. The four-year aged cheddar cheese and the thousand-day-old Gouda cheese. No thanks. I don't need to mage that much. Mmm. How about the nutritious black bean chips? No, no, no. I'll, I'll stick with either Pringles or Lay's. Everything bagel seasoning. I can go along with that one. Ooh, how about the brand new Deluxe Gold Del Monte Pineapple Chunks? Uh, what, what's wrong with the regular ones? I mean, I, I like pineapple. Pineapple's good. It's delicious. This is $1.99 for a can of these? Fuck all that. I'll pay $0.79 cent for the regular Del Monte. Well, this sounds like shit. The protein oat pancake and waffle mix. I, I've seen people on social media do this. And let, let me just, I, I, I need to wrangle some people in here. If you need to up your protein yang game, you go right ahead. You eat, you drink all the protein shakes you want. But don't try to make fucking pancakes protein. Pancakes are supposed to be sweet and delicious. They're called pancakes. It's a cake that's small and flat like a pan. Pancakes are not supposed to be nutritious. Pancakes are not supposed to be good for you. Pancakes are something that clog your arteries, and you get maybe once in a while. The the protein oat pancake 
and waffle mix. Go to hell. Go to hell. You serve that shit to me, you're going to see a very, very upset fat guy. White cheddar cheese popcorn? Well, that's racist. Can't have that in there. Mmm, almond milk creamer. Yuck. Good God. Ooh, how about the all free, clear, pure? That's for all them people that allegedly have, you know, fucking allergies to, to like, Tide. And Tide is in there. The Tide clean, heavy-duty, 10-time power pods. Ooh, I need to get some of them. Oh, I like this next one, too. The Bounce Pet Hair and Lint Guard Mega Dryer Sheets. Hell yeah, because when you have a fucking 180-pound stupid dog that likes to shed everywhere, you need to get some of this. Snuggle and Downy are in there. Dawn Dish Soap. Rain-X Water Repellent. Uh... The CM, CBD, MD, CBD gummies. Okay. Schwarzkopf Color Boost for all you gals that color your hair. The Remington Pro One Multi-Styler with twist and curl technology. With a warning on there that will say, when plugged in, do not insert in your body. There's toothbrushes on there. I think if you use a toothbrush, you're fine. You don't have to worry about buying the best. A $9 toothbrush. Uh, there, You know what? There's something I've been wanting to go off on here recently. When I was in Sacramento last week, two weeks ago, went to a Walmart. We needed to get some candy, right, some snacks for the hotel room. $9 a bag for Halloween candy? Are you kidding me? $9 for a bag of candy? It went all the way up to $40. Oh, I'm not saying that the Rain-X isn't a fine product. It was just on there. I was listening. A bag of candy that had M&M's, caramel M&M's, which I didn't know what the fuck that was, and then I tasted it, and I didn't like it, and Snickers. That was it. $9 for a bag of that shit. Fuck you kids coming to my house for Halloween. $9 for candy? Eat my ass. I, I, will, I will bend over and let you eat my ass at the front door. Ding dong, trick or treat, fucking A. I ain't giving you no bags of $9 candy. Shit. There's non-drowsy Claritin chewables. Well, if it's the non-drowsy kind, why does anybody want it? They got some new Aleve X. It's a roll-on or a spray. Oh, really? 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 The Paw CBD 300 milligram peanut butter hard chews for dogs. Really? Those are good. Why, did the dogs tell you they were good? How did you find that one out? Your dog ate it? Well, that's pretty fucking good. You can put a hunk of shit out there, and your dog will probably eat that, too. Don't put no dog food shit in here. Dog CBD. Come on. 
Oh, there were Skittles in there? Okay. Did you ever notice that even at grocery stores, all the candy bars are king size now? What the hell? No wonder why. These ones that were in the bag were no damn king size. They're a little bitty kind that we got at Halloween, which are, by the way, are smaller than they ever were. Bag of candy, $9. Who the fuck do you think you are, Walmart? $9 for a bag of candy. That's almost 10 Jesus. See, I know how the way numbers work. It goes 9 and then 10 All right, let's see. What we got here? Oh, we had another one of these fucking things happen. 11 people are indicted over alcohol poisoning death of fraternity pledge who was forced to drink a bottle of whiskey during Virginia Commonwealth University hazing ritual. See, see, this, this is where you got to slow down your role on college kids and thinking they're so smart, okay? We see this happen at least once a year at colleges around the country. And look, look. They made him drink a whole bottle of whiskey at 18? A whole bottle? Oh, no. Okay, this is the kind of kid that, that probably shouldn't be played. Look, this is where you got to come in as parents. All right? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you all out. Let's say that your kid isn't necessarily nerdy or dorky, but they, they, they aren't in the cool hip crowd. They don't go to parties on Friday and Saturday nights, right? They're with their two or three buddies, and they're playing poker down downstairs. Nothing wrong with poker. But they aren't a part of the in club. Now, when your kid, who isn't a part of the in club, calls and says, hey, daddy or mama, I'm fixing to go pledge a fraternity. That's where you got to tell them kids, uh, kids, you need to halt down the brakes here. And here's the reason why. We understand you got to pay for your friends. I, I get it. I, I never had to pay for friends. Okay? Well, fraternities and sororities, I, I'm not trying to talk shit on them. All I'm just saying is this. Uh, my nephew, my, my, the one family member who I still really like, I, I like both my nephews. They're, they're both fine young men. One of my nieces, she's good too. The other one, fuck her. Um, my one nephew who went to college, he joined a fraternity. It was one of the best things for him because he was a nerd. He was a nerd in high school. My dad made fun of him. This is no joke. My nephew got a letter. He, he got a letterman's jacket, right, for being the statistician of the football team. <laughs> my dad called me. Hey. Did you hear about Jay? I said, no, what? He goes, he got a letter for football. I go, he's playing football? No, no, Jesus, no. He was their statistician. He got a fucking letter for him. My dad couldn't get over that. So a fraternity was good for my nephew because it got him out there with people and they made lifelong contact, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Fraternities are good for that and they're good for fucking... Binge drinking alcoholics like me. I could have been in any fraternity I wanted to because I'd outdrank all them motherfuckers. But if you got a kid that ain't cool, they ain't nerdy, but they ain't cool, they're in that middle of the road and they say they want to pledge a frat, tell them to aim a little lower. Aim at one of the badder frats because the good frats all do this shit. 
I'm tired of hearing these stories about kids drink. And, and this is the other thing. Hey, 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 dumb fuck fraternity members. When you get that kid in the house that you know is not going to fucking make it, if you're in the cool guy frat, don't let them drink. Give them water. Don't, let them act fucked up. That way you can kick them out. Keep all the drinking for the cool guy frats. All right? There you go. That, that's my public service announcement today. You ever notice even at grocery stores, all the candy bars? Yeah, oh, yeah, at, at the, oh, yeah, not in the bags. at the. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. All right, so 11 people in, indicted on this. Guy, kid died. Sad story. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, new shows announced. Oh, boy, Scotty McCreary is going to be at Billy Bob's. That's a show I won't be going to. Chris Cagle, is he going to be doing his exercises there? Hey, hey, hey. Those are terrible shows. They ain't got nobody good coming to Billy Bob. Oh, Terry Clark. She can bring her traveling band of lesbians with her. I know I sound terrible today. All right. Now, this is a reason why you don't go to haunted houses. And and haunted house time is right around the corner. Well, it, it already happened at the seven floors of hell haunted house at the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds in Ohio. A 22-year-old actor was among several haunted house employees roaming the grounds that night when a boy approached the haunted house with his friend. The actor grabbed the knife on the ground in front of him and started to stab at the ground near the boy's feet, eventually going through the boy's red crocs and cutting off his left toe. Why do you have real knives at a fucking haunted house? See, I don't like haunted houses. I don't like them. I don't like to be scared. I don't like any of that bullshit. Okay? There's a reason for it. Happened my senior year in high school. Not proud of this. Went out one night with a good friend of mine named Trent. Tommy was out on a date or something. I don't know why Tommy wasn't with us this night. But I decided to get good and liquored up on Pink Grapefruit MD 2020. That's right, Pink Grapefruit Mad Dog 2020. Now, by this time in my senior year, I was a very experienced drinker, especially the binge kind, meaning I could hold my liquor. So I drank two bottles of the Mad Dog Pink Grapefruit 2020. Disgusting. We went to this haunted house. Jabba the Hutt from the Mount Rushmore's. So we went to this haunted house, me and Trent, and I think there are a couple other people with us. And some kid grabbed me. Well, they ain't supposed to grab you. And I'll never forget what happened next. I punched the kid in the face. I took his mask off, and I threw up in the mask. I was then asked to leave the haunted house. You don't grab people in there. You You don't grab drunk fat guys in a damn haunted house. That's just the worst thing that could happen to you. Next to 
this guy grabbing a prop knife, what he thought was a prop knife, and cutting this young man's toe off. Did they have to call him a tow truck? That was bad, I know. Do you think the kid got his money back for classes, or did he miss the cut-off date to drop? Well, you know, that that school's giving them all the money they can. Mm-mm-mm. Prop knife. Good God almighty. Ah, yeah, here's a prop chainsaw next to a real chainsaw. Yeah, I hate haunted houses. I think they're stupid. Waste of time. Hey, if you want to go, you go, though. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just telling you I ain't going to go. All right, let's get to the finals of the Celebrity-Ass Deathmatch. We have the final four set. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we need to find out who the face of the Mount Rushmore of Blonde will be. Will it be Farrah Fawcett? Will it be Britney Spears? Will it be Dolly Parton? Or will it be the nature boy, Ric Flair? We will find out right here, right now, on the Arnie State Show. And Friday, we will be doing one of Fat, Bad Fat. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. Our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I give you this matchup, and this one is tough for me. This one is probably one of the hardest I've ever done. We have Farrah Fawcett, who was once married to Lee Majors, a $6 million man, but that I didn't care about that. Farrah Fawcett was hot and one of the original angels. Taking on the one and only queen of pop. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Britney Spears. Farrah Fawcett, Britney Spears' ass family, who you got? tie. Orca 21 is the last vote that we got in, but it's a tie. The next vote wins it. Will it be Brittany? Will it be Farrah Fawcett? Who will it be after Orca 21? Brittany, bitch! Brittany, bitch! Brittany, bitch! Brittany moves on. Oh, my God. An upset. God. Man. That was a tough one. 
Our final matchup to see who goes on to the finals of the Mount Rushmore. Will it be the first lady of country music? Will it be Dolly Parton? Or will it be the 16-time world heavyweight champion, Rick Woo Flair? Dolly Parton, Rick Flair, ass family. Who you got? Heavyweight battle that Ric Flair could not compete in. Dolly Parton moves on to where our finals are now set between pop and country. Country and pop. Will it be Britney Spears or will it be Dolly Parton as family? Who ya got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, banana phone. Parton, Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton, the face of the Mount Rushmore of blondes. We will be doing bad fat celebrities on Friday. So I hope you can be there for that. We'll be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, probably listener mail tomorrow, all kinds of stuff happening. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until then, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Well, I got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck. There ain't another like it, cause I had it made up. I can tell who's behind me, they give themselves away. Lay on their horn when they read this phrase. If you honk, it's honk Don't if you don't But if you do Don't you love to honk If you honk, it's honk
Drinking Friday night go hand in hand Ice cold beer and a swinging band A girl on my arm that won't let go She caught my little sign about a mile ago Honk if you honk it honk Don't if you don't But if you do Don't you love to Honk if you honk it honk The other day I was cruising through town Sheriff pulled me over, I thought I had it now I rolled down my window, he said with a grin I want one of them stickers or I'm gonna run you in Honk if you honk it's honk Don't if you don't, but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honk it's honk Honk if you honk it's honk Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.